Welcome to the 10K Collective podcast for six, seven and eight figure Amazon and e-commerce sellers, part of the amazing FBA podcast family. If you want to scale fast, target a seven figure exit and enjoy the process, then keep listening. Ladles, and jelly spoons, boys and girls, welcome back to the 10K Collective Podcast, the place to be for six, seven, and eight-figure Amazon sellers, and more broadly, e-commerce sellers. So we're particularly talking today about outside the Amazon sort of echo chamber, Amazon pond, going as far as your own store. A lot of people on Amazon, of course, as we discussed, Rick, that people want their own store, but they don't know how to build it. And this could be a really powerful part of the solution, which is affiliate marketing. So Rick McGuinness helps brands scale the business through performance marketing which is otherwise known as affiliate marketing and helps with setting those programs up as well so welcome back to the show rick thanks for coming on thank you michael it's a pleasure so we've talked in the previous episode about why you should consider this and some of the pros and cons and concluded it sounds pretty smart but obviously that brings the question up of how do we go about this so what's the really basic things that we need to know how to you know to do in order to set up an affiliate marketing program that actually produces revenue and, and profits so I'm going to speak to your the Amazon um, seller community right now and just <clears throat> have them understand that what they're doing on Amazon is absolutely fine, but diversifying and having another outlet for potential revenue in terms of your own uh, website that sells the same product you have on Amazon, but just you're selling it through your, your own, um, your own source, which you, you, you don't own anything when Amazon, you, you with uh, your own website, you get all the email addresses, all that stuff. So having your own website uh, and selling products is, is essential nowadays in conjunction with Amazon. So in, in your, when you're going to be bolting on an affiliate program to that, it's really not as scary as it sounds. It's uh, affiliate marketing is, is a strong ROI marketing tactic and if set up correctly and, and paid attention to daily is going to be a significant revenue driver for many brands. They may not understand it now, but once they see it in action, they will really understand that it's very important. And they may actually end up investing more money into an affiliate program versus social media and, and, and things like that because the... We, we talked about in the previous episode that this is a performance-based marketing strategy. So you are setting up an affiliate program on your website. You've, you're recruiting new affiliates in, but you're only paying those affiliates when they actually generate revenue for you. So that it's it's a beautiful thing where you're you're relying on them to drive traffic. They're spending their own money to drive traffic to you. And you're just giving them a piece of the pie when when it actually converts. So it's it's really like a, a, a no brainer. But the issue is uh, the, the the comfort level from having an Amazon store then to having a, uh, a Shopify store or a WooCommerce or whatever you make, whatever your platform you choose is fine. But the 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 point I'm making here is you should have both Amazon and a, a freestanding store. And yeah. on the freestanding store, you should have an affiliate program bolted on because if your, if your products are selling on Amazon, they're, they're going to sell 
on your e-commerce website. You just gotta, it's gonna be different. There's the, the infrastructure is different versus Amazon versus like Shopify, for example. But you you will own everything. You'll own the, the, the emails and you'll own everything. You'll own all the information you need to market to them later. So affiliate marketing is, is a piece of it, but the, the, the benefits are, are, are a lot stronger than, than many think. Yeah, and I guess one of the things you just put your finger on, one reason why we need to be not just on Amazon, I was going to say not on on or off, but both and, not either or both and, as Tim Connors would put it. Yeah, so we're going to be on both. One of the reasons is because we want that customer data. But having got that data, most of us don't really do anything with it. Or if we do, we contact people and maybe we, we run those rather desperate coupon code driven sales in order to get engagements. But of course, um, that's not highly profitable. It's not a very monetizing use of a list. So I guess what you're talking about as a whole more is a much deeper level of, of monetization. So let's talk about this then. So we've talked about why we should do it in, in detail, but how do we actually start? What's the simple starting point for this? So if you decide that you want to have an affiliate program for your for your products, the, the way to start is to find out a little bit about your competitors, who, who they are in the e-commerce space, not Amazon, but just it, in general in e-commerce. Find out if they have an affiliate program. You want to find out where their affiliate program is being set up and housed. So that could be a large affiliate network like CJ, Impact, Share a Sale, like that. Or it could be on a SaaS platform that is basically just a monthly fee for access to their tracking and you can recruit new affiliates and track them in there. That's the the least expensive option because with the affiliate networks, they typically charge a setup fee and some of them earn thousands of dollars a month. And then they take they take a percentage of the sale too. It's typically 20%. So right off the bat, the sale is 20% to the network and then whatever you're paying the affiliate and then whatever's left is 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 yours. So that option of the affiliate networks is probably later down the road when you when you can really uh, say, okay, it's working. This SaaS platform is good, but we want to scale and we want to move to a, to a network. So you want to find that out, but also you want to find out the, the competitors, what they're paying their affiliates. That's going to go a long way in determining your strategy because you don't want to just make up a, a commission number because it could be too low or it could be too high taken away from your profitability. So you want to see what your competitors are doing and then take that number or that average and see how it fits into your margins and then go from there. Because what I like to do is come up with like a default rate. And then what we do is we have a escalator that increases commissions based on sales revenue for affiliates. So for example, they start at a 10% and they can go up to a maximum of 15% per sale based on certain revenue thresholds they hit. So not only are you competitive, but you're also giving affiliates more um, reason to promote you because they know that they can earn 5% more per sale if they hit certain revenue goals. And and 5% could be a lot just depending on the average order uh, of the cart and things like that. So having a strategy and not just setting it up just to set it up is, is so important. And I think that's what a lot of brands do is they don't do the proper research up front. And the ones that are successful do what I just outlined. And it, it really sets them up to be successful and to understand where they can and cannot go with their commission because a lot of brands go super high with commissions and then they want to bring it down and lower it. And that is just uh, suicide for brands. To, to do that. If you lower your commission, you might as well just uh, forget it. You're never going to 
grow the affiliate program that way. So that's why I like the tiered approach where you start out low and then you can tier up from there. So th- those elements of the competitive analysis, the networks, the commission, finding out what they are, are all vital to setting up an affiliate program. And then once you have those, then you can actually pick the software or the network and then actually begin the setup process and, and, and begin uh, actually recruiting affiliates. Okay, that makes a lot of sense. So start with quality research. I mean, that sounds like any good business project ever. And and it strikes me that there's something about the easiness of, of Facebook ads, Google ads, Amazon ads, particularly, which isn't a coincidence, by the way, but but that we should be doing exactly the same before we use those things. But we don't. Why is that? Because they make it easy for us to do that. And the reason for that is because it makes a lot of profit for them. So the fact that you you can do it doesn't just because you can doesn't mean you should right as they say so mm-hmm. i guess what you're saying is is something that all of us should probably do all the time with every sales and marketing channel ever but you have to kind of with affiliate marketing so i like that approach very very structured very business-like so you've mentioned tech platforms i mean it strikes me that is is this a valid sort of thought that the big affiliate networks streams feels a bit to me like if you're a brand owner and you have a big enough margin and you have big enough volume to justify it you would have a distributor who takes their cut and they sell on to the retailers who take their cut and it feels to me almost like that kind of relationship that you're talking about with the big affiliate network is that a reasonable analogy it's similar so these affiliate networks what they do is they have some pretty like sophisticated tracking and they have other resources you can access like they have they have some some of them have affiliate recruiting sections where you can go and find affiliates within your niche they have opportunities where you can get brand exposure on the platform so there's many other options uh, that the larger networks provide but it, it just it may not work for a lot of brands but the SaaS platforms are, are, are growing there's one called refersion that that I'm very high on and they charge, I believe it's 89 bucks a month and you get access to all their tracking. You get access to a marketplace you get, and you get access to reporting and everything that you would get with the, uh, the large affiliate networks, but they don't take a cut of the, of the sale, which can be significant because the, the larger networks, 20 to 30% is the, is the norm. So if you're already eliminating that 20%, you have room to either compensate your affiliates more or or take that money and invest it more into affiliate marketing, or you can put it in your pocket. It doesn't really matter, but uh, there's there's different ways you can do it. So when I suggest people starting out, especially when they're coming from Amazon to their own own store, I would say the SaaS platform would probably be the, the best way. And if you outgrow it, that's fine. You can move on to the larger network. But I'd rather see brands start up small and grow out of it quicker than just to set up with a large affiliate network, spend three to four grand setting it up and, and, and then have it not work out the way they want it to. And then saying affiliate marketing is the worst. I don't know why people do it. It doesn't work, that kind of thing. So so that that's just my my two cents on it. Yeah, well, your two cents is worth a heck of a lot because you do this all day, every day. <laughs> but uh, also, I would say starting small and then ramping up is pretty much the wisest approach. Again, a lot of what you say is just a good business strategy. I mean, strategy is uh, an overused word, to say the least. But I-, I guess often it means good habits consistently applied, right? Start small, 
if it works, double down. If it really, really works, then ramp it up. And at some point, then there's a step change when you would move from a, a cheaper solution, but that doesn't scale very well to a bigger one. So that totally makes sense to me. So now let's talk about the, the next obvious question, which is affiliates. They're obviously, you know, our salespeople out there. And the way, again, you know, talking about the whole thing, it feels a bit like recruiting a sales team, running a sales team, which I'm vaguely familiar with having been in sales team. I've never run one, although I was, I was asked once, I was offered to be the assistant sales manager for a double glazing office and i left at that point because i thought if i get any deeper into this i'm going to just learn some horrible hard closing habits and i'm glad i did but it, it gave me a little bit of an insight into the real world thing that helps me get a conceptual idea of something that can feel very abstract in the online world but in the end we're looking for people aren't we it's not just clicks it's not just bots so how do we even start to find let's assume you set yourself up with an affordable SaaS like 80 dollars a month is it refreshing that you said that, yeah. that sounds like a yeah. good one. So let's assume we've set ourselves up without some things. For example, I use Kartra for my, as a CRM, it has a sort of built-in affiliate thing. Lots of things yeah. do these days. So let's assume you've got that in place. You've got a product. It's selling well on Amazon. You've got your direct-to-consumer store. You've nailed down some of the messaging, although maybe it needs a bit, bit of cleaning up in my experience, and it always does. Uh, but let's assume that you've got your value prop is reasonably clear. You've got beautiful photos. You've got sales. You've got a little bit of traction. And you set up the basics of your affiliate program. How do we find our affiliates? Yep, that's the that, that's the biggest struggle brands have is finding the quality affiliates. Because what's going to happen initially when you set up an affiliate program, no matter where it is, the the coupon voucher deal code sites are going to find you. They're going to want to be a part of your program. And for the most part, most of them you can live without. There's only a few of those that I recommend working with because they, they have a reputation, they have uh, a good audience, but most of them are just um, uh, not, not worth it. So that's what's going to happen. You're going to see a lot of those kind of affiliates join the program or want to join. You can decline them uh, if you want. But in order to, to go and actually, I'm going to back up. So they, they all, the old saying is you build it, they will come. It doesn't work with affiliate marketing. The, the high quality affiliates, that you want are not going to just show up knocking at your door. It's just, it's just nice to think that, but the ones that are really high quality are out promoting other brands. So you got to go out and find them. You got to figure out uh, who they are, like who, who you want to target. So for example, I'll, I'll use my, my e-commerce store, for example, it's e eco-friendly fire pits. They're indoor, outdoor fire pits. So I want to find out, who do I want to promote my product that are going to move the needle and that are not going to just come in and just do nothing? So I'm looking at review websites, like blogs or websites that are reviewing similar products to mine, but also maybe like outdoor backyard magazines or uh, home decor, or interior design, like th those type of things. You want to find uh, a, a niche of potential partners and, and really dig into that because there's unlimited amount of potential affiliates out there with, with terms of websites. So you just simple Google search, just type in like backyard decor blogs. You'll get a ton of results. You got to go through each one, find out if they'd be a fit for your product. But th what the brands fail to understand is that, yes, there is manual work involved. And you do have to go through these websites, find out if they're going to be good or not. And that's, 
that's where I see the the, the fall off is the, the brands don't want to keep going and doing the manual labor to find those good affiliates because it's more of a quality over quantity uh, game here. You don't want to find uh, a thousand affiliates. You want to find 50 really, really good ones and have them promote your brand. So you want to niche down, uh, find the ones that you want to work with, reach out to them. And then from there, you can, there's, there's software out there that you can go find similar websites to that. You can go find YouTubers that are doing something similar. You, you can even go to uh, a software called uh, SEMrush, S-E-M-Rush. You can go to that, find out websites that are similar to that. You can also find backlinks, people backlinking to websites that you're, you're looking to get on. So there's so many different ways to do it. It's not just one way, but like I said, the, the brands just don't take the extra steps to find them. And then it comes back to them saying, I can't find good affiliates. So affiliate marketing doesn't work. And, and, and that's, that's the unfortunate part is. Yeah. And it strikes me that, again, to be fair to, to Google, Facebook, Amazon, the main plat- ad platforms that we would work with, they're offering a prepackaged solution. And Facebook in particular is very, very good at homing in on particular kinds of people and google is very good at at responding to particular kinds of search and face and amazon knows who's buying stuff so they do provide a valuable service once we emerge blinking into the sunlight to to create our own we're kind of almost creating it's a bit like the difference between tapping into a ready-made phone network versus you know going out measuring the ground digging a pit and putting our own lines in it's a bit like sort of creating a physical infrastructure right this does feel very manual so how do we you've talked a bit about using software to scale how do we make it more i mean and and i guess the first thing to say is quality not quantity if you're looking trying to find 50 quality people that's a doable thing how do we make this more manageable so people actually go away and do something about this apart from working with you which is like a very smart thing at this point because it does sound quite full-on but assume we're going to diy it for now can we start? Is it valid to even sort of start with five people or ten or, or ten relationships? Is that going to move the needle enough to to be worth trying for? And and if so, how do we go about that in a you know manageable way? Yeah, absolutely. There's there's affiliates out there that some affiliates alone drive hundreds of thousands of dollars a month to to brands. So having a small number starting out small is always good. Five. The key with those five, if you're going to do five or ten, is not just to get them in and give them what they need, but build a relationship with them, understand why they're promoting you and provide them with uh, incentive to keep promoting you, take care of them as if they are an employee of you, because some, some of these affiliates are driving a significant amount of revenue. And if they don't feel like they're appreciated, they're going to go to the competitors and start promoting them. So I always tell brands that, with the relationships you have or the affiliates you have build solid relationships with them so that they know you have their back. If something goes wrong, you will fix it. And that if there's opportunities for them to, to grow, they will be the first ones to know. So starting out small is, is recommended, but the brands get a little eager and they get a little antsy. They don't like to start out slow. They want to go big, go bigger, go home. And, and, and and that's that's a common common thing, but it's also a common reason why affiliate programs don't work is because they don't take the time to nurture the relationships they have to build them, and then to have them grow over time. Because that that one affiliate who's driving 
the hundred thousand dollars a month could be driving two hundred soon or three hundred. It's just a matter of finding out what motivates them and what you can do to help them. Because if you don't do that, then that person that's driving a hundred thousand could go down to seventy-five to fifty because they found someone else because they weren't being taken care of. So the bottom line is just take care of your affiliates, understand who they are and, and just, and just build your affiliate program around, around the solid base of, of, of affiliates to start with. And then you can really scale it out. And then what I always say is you got to have systems in place. You you can't just do this willy nilly. You have to have uh, a recruiting system. Like a, a person does X amount of outreach. They, they document it. They follow up. They onboard, and then the process for onboarding affiliates is is another thing. So, it's having systems and processes in place is going to save a ton of time because what it allows you to do is also when you start growing and you start hiring more people, you can quickly integrate them into the affiliate program, managing it or helping with an aspect of it by just saying, "Hey, here's here's the system for for this. This is how we do it. A B C." Boom, and then then they're fine. So having everything documented is is also important, which a lot of brands don't do, and 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 that just leads to less time spending with the affiliate program because they're spending more time training or focusing on other other marketing activities. Hmm. So I guess the downside, <laughs> the the interesting thing about the episodes we're recording is that that the upside, the sort of the shining hill with gold on it and angels singing Hollywood style, is obviously that that you get you pay your affiliates after you get the sale, which is just fantastic. I like lest we forget this is super powerful, but the, the reason people don't do it is because it sounds like it's actual work and we have to build systems. Whereas Google has systems for AdWords and Amazon has a system, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Facebook kind of feels like it's got a system for social media. Although I think most of the metrics there, frankly, are just there to make you feel like you're doing something good. I think it's like those those children's Fisher Price toys where you're sitting there moving the steering wheel. It's not attached to any wheels. It just feels good. So, so I would I would argue that the the metrics we get given by people are often there to make us feel good, whereas what we got here is some actual getting your sleeves rolled up. I can just say briefly as an affiliate for about eighty merchants, and it's in the information marketing space. It's a different thing that and no offense to the people who are the exception to this but most people do an astonishingly bad job of managing those affiliate relationships now i'm not a big mover or shaker for any of them so i'm sure they treat i i hope for their sake that they treat their really serious affiliates better than they treat me but most of them just stick me on an email list autoresponder without permission strike one and it's for amazon sellers strike two because yes i sell on amazon but the reason we have a relationship is because I'm an affiliate for you, but most of them don't even put me in an affiliate program. Those who do just bombard me with information. <laughs> They'd ask me, how are you doing? They'd ask questions and like they don't get open conversations. So I would say that the, the opportunity out there to do a better job than that is just wide open. Now that's in the information marketing space. Is this the sort of thing that you see in the e-commerce space as well, or is it just... Well, I, I think that what happens is a lot of brands just... Because what happens is you when you give into the affiliate program, you are giving permission to be contacted by the, the brands, but you can opt out if you want. Not many do, but the, the affiliates understand that they, they got to be communicated to, to find out information about the affiliate program. But having, having said that, the, the brands don't do a good job of communi- communicating with the affiliates. They do it willy nilly. Like every once in a while, they'll reach out to them when they have a special promo for an upcoming holiday, which 
which you, you mentioned at the beginning, like, uh, I believe you mentioned is just reeks of desperation. They have a, a sale they want to promote, but that's the biggest, biggest problem in this whole whole thing is they don't understand the value of actually finding the affiliates, but when they do find them, they don't bother to do anything with them. And then, then they wonder why the affiliate program doesn't succeed. So going full circle, the, the, the key to this whole thing is relationships and communication and then systems. You got to have all three of those uh, to have a successful affiliate program. And, and, and they're not hard to set up, but there is going to be work at the beginning to set up an affiliate program to be successful. And I don't want anyone to think that it's just like you set it up and you just get affiliates and that's it. No, no, there's, there's, there's things that got to be set up to be, you can, you can automate over time, but it does require work at the beginning. And, and I think once I talk to brands and they, and I go over everything that needs to be done, they get a little intimidated and then they, then they, then they seem to understand why, it's not a uh, cheap endeavor to work with an agency that does just this to set up an affiliate program because they they preconceive that oh they just set up an affiliate program and recruit affiliates it can't be that much money but once we start talking to them they they realize that there's a lot of work to this and it's and it's a very uh, time intensive process so and, and that's why we we charge what we do so that's another thing that that, that brands fail to realize as well. Talking of which, well, we ought to bring this to a close. So uh, I know you've got to dash off and, and uh, help your clients, but just remind us what it is you offer e-commerce business uh, owners, because obviously it is quite an intensive um, thing, but with an amazing reward at the other end of it, if it works. And, and you guys are obviously the experts. So what is it you offer people? So we are an exclusively affiliate program management agency. So we set up and manage uh, affiliate programs for brands. We have uh, a system, I'm going back to the systems, we have a system or systems that allow us to uh, grow and scale affiliate programs for brands through recruiting, activation, communication, compliance, and optimization. Those are the five elements involved in any successful affiliate program. And we have systems in place that we, we implement uh, daily to, to grow affiliate programs for brands. <clears throat> and any of those five are missing chances are your affiliate program is not going to live up to its potential. So, so that's what we do every day. And that's what we are going to continue to do. Our systems evolve over time. And as technology evolves, we, we, we change it up, but the, the elements are the same. The, the five elements I talked about are the same and just the way of doing it changes. So, yeah. So if, if, if a brand is looking to start up an affiliate program, those are the five elements I need to really focus on. Great. So just to recap, so that's recruitment, activation, communication, compliance, optimization. So yeah, a really nice, clean, clear system. I, I like it already. And all of us would do well to have a, a such a clear framework for all of our marketing efforts, I think. The final thing to say is is just to to say that I know you, you had a conference recently where you had, I think, 20 thought leaders in this space, which is amazing. And if you go to amazingfba.com forward slash affiliate, if you're listening, folks, A-F-F-I-L-I-A-T-E, amazingfba.com forward slash affiliate, you can get access to that. So, Rick, just remind us what we can get there. Yeah. So you mentioned I had a, an affiliate program management event. It was exclusive to that in February where I had 20 thought leaders in the affiliate industry discuss with brands. There was about, I, there was almost 600 brands total that attended. And 
I talked about affiliate management from the beginner level all the way to the advanced level and everything in between. So what they did is they just they just um, showed brands real world tactics that are actually working to grow their affiliate program. And and uh, as a part of this, it's going to be 100% free for for anyone listening. It's it, it was about 127 dollars for the for the recordings, but anyone listening can get it for free for for life. And they can they can learn from some of the affiliate marketing industries. Best. Yeah, I've got to say that's one of the more generous calls to action we've had here. It's not just a little um, cheat sheet, although that can be valuable. But in this case, that that's a, a huge chunk of information. So I guess that there's going to be stuff there that's for those who are. I'm imagining the majority, the vast majority of people listening will be early doors. So those, that information that's there for for the beginners will be really really helpful. Yeah. Well, listen, Rick, we must let you go and and help the world and, and evangelize mm-hmm. for affiliate marketing. Really interesting uh, insight. I like the reality checks that we've looked at, but also the the size of the opportunity here. And the fact that most people aren't bothering to do it because it's hard to a degree, but massive reward on the other side. I love those opportunities because that means that the competition's always going to be lower. So this sounds like a fantastic potential competitive advantage to me. Just remains for me to say, Guinness of uh, Affiliate Marketing Program. Is that right? Is that your the, the main thing? Affiliate Program Management. Thank you so much for coming on the show. I appreciate it, Michael. Thanks for having me. Thanks for listening to the 10K Collective podcast for six and seven figure Amazon sellers. I really hope you found the show helpful to you. Please don't forget to subscribe to the show. And if you're on Apple Podcasts, please do leave us a quick star rating. It will take you all of 30 seconds to do it, but it does mean we can be found by and help many more e-commerce business builders. I wish you fast and profitable scaling, and I hope you enjoy the process of building your seven-figure Amazon business. Thanks very much for listening.